You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Pogues, I am happy to be here, and, uh, sorry, I was just having a flashback of memories. Difficult things. You know, it's cool that we started this podcast together as friends. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's cool that uh, our world, Earth, created podcasts, uh, a way of... Uh, human beings to have amusing conversations that are then listened to and shared by others. Anyway, what do you want to talk about today? That's just my natural banter where we talk about things in our universe, <laughs> you know, that exist. Hey, food's good, huh? <laughs> I enjoy uh, eating meals. Postments. Th- this is called world building. You see, it's very, very simple. In world building, two characters who've lived their entire lives in one society just sort of bring up parts of their society. <laughs> I did love when they like like co- like, to, like, co- like like core things like oxygen and like we have a president. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> what is it? Who is this president you talk about? Boy, it sure is great. We created the Constitution. Anyway, um, we, we, I, we heading into the big meeting today, folks. <laughs> Time to get to work. Sometimes I just, just, like, when I talk to friends in my daily life, I just, I bring up parts of my everyday, like, uh, human society, just in case I'm being filmed for a movie and they need some background as to where they are. And a little expo in the background. (laughs) I'm sorry, but I could not get over that uh, this movie that we're covering, Captain Marvel, did that very quickly, where they, like, we, we meet, we meet, you know, uh, Carol Danvers and her, you know, alien persona on... Holla. It's a lot. Holla! Um, uh, <laughs> That's all that every time somebody said it, I was like, why isn't somebody just yelling? You think the return trip's called Holla Back? Um, <laughs> but. but <laughs> I went to school. Podcast over. Podcast we finally over. reached it, the pinnacle. Oh, we have to go back to Holla. Colon Holla Back. Um, but. In the beginning, and then they're just on, like, a space train, and, like, Carol is like, it's crazy that there's an AI that runs this world, <laughs> that it looks, and that it looks different to each of us. He's like, uh-huh, it sure is. <laughs> it appears like the person we, that we most respect. All right. I, just, I wish, I wish that the camera panned over to some other citizen who just, like, looked over the shoulder like, yeah, duh. <laughs> Yeah, like two people like pointing at him, like, what's with these fucking That's idiots? What are these people just like talking about oh, sorry, <laughs> like, like, the basics of our of, society? Did it seem sort of weird that there was like public transport to like the, the head of your cut, like your culture? I love it. Like, you, can, you can get on a bus and it just stops like right I love in that the we White have, House driveway. I just love that we have space travel, but also crowded public trains. Yeah, they're, like, <laughs> they're on a straight bus. I was like, you guys. Hey, hey guys! Car? I saw your spaceships warp through space. Did you not figure out any way of getting from across town than this? (laughs) We don't have gates. Nobody can. No one has personal flying devices. Like, what's wrong with all of you? (laughs) I've seen you guys in tiny ships too. Do you not have like a tiny version that's like a car? (laughs) You you made glow swords, but you couldn't fucking figure out how to commute. You create some sort of weird things that look like I don't know what they're supposed to be, and they they oh, God. are gravity guns? Question mark. I couldn't really figure out what the fuck they were doing. Oh my God! Essentially, essentially, it doesn't also, matter, folks. Just, just because seem like we are nitpicking, it is legit public transport. It's not even like they're on it's, military yeah. transport. There's it's like full of civilians. With like grocery bags. Yeah, I don't understand. It was very. I don't understand why people still have to go to Costco. In this <laughs> Like a pill you can just take. People are still playing fucking Wordle on this public yeah. transit on their way to their insurance jobs. Like, why has this society? Is this just like a? Is this just like a landmark of our of our of our like universe? It's like every society has to have taxes and transit. Like, it's just, it's just like the it's just canon events for us, huh? This also um, started my favorite part of this movie, which is called. Aliens all sound different, even though they're from the same place. But they all have various versions of Earth accents. Like the one guy, the the one scrawl is just like straight up Cockney. It's like what the? F- why yeah. do we have that accent in space? That's he's, such a specific accent. To he's from a, on your own. 
he's from a part of Hala that is essentially Wales. <laughs> you know? Like yeah, it's, yeah. It's like a sub part of Hala, but it's also like part of the same kingdom. It's a country in a country. Um, no, I know. It's it's absurd. It, but and not also, all of them sound like that. So it was I also confusing. <laughs> it's so fucking confusing. And I know that th- this perhaps is unfair because it's essentially what Earth is like. But it's weird that they all look so different. You know what I mean? Like the Kree? Yeah, the, yeah the, well, the problem with the Kree is, is like... Because the sniper the Kree, lady the Kree are just was like... Humans. The sniper lady was just like super alien. And then there's the yes. one guy... I can't remember his name, but he's like, um, he's one of Ronin's, Ronin's like, uh, henchmen, uh, Korath. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he looks like, like, like you, you almost could have put some like, uh, Klingon ridges on his forehead. Like he seems like he's like, and he acted and moved and spoke and behaved super alien. Then Jude Law is just sort of doing Jude. Like Jude, Jude Law is just Jude Law in a weird jumpsuit. He's just Jude Law in a jumpsuit. But yeah, like, like there's the one woman who's like full alien and the one guy who's like full alien, but also he has a beard, which I which I think is pretty fun. And then yeah, and then just but it's, it's uh, also confusing because then they're like they everyone's to just Rowan the accuser who's also yeah. Korean. It's like isn't he blue or is he he's wearing like face paint? Because I always thought he was like that was his skin. I think he's blue in this. Um, yeah, yeah, but, but I, like then it started. It made me wonder when watching this. I was like, well, if Jude Law's Korean, he just looks like Jude Law. Is Ronan, like, waking up and painting his face blue every day? <laughs> because, I, like, nobody else is blue. Everybody else just looks like an ordinary person. I also love that at some point they called up Lee Pace and said, Lee, you're coming back. You're playing Ronan. He's like, great. I got a nice meaty part. And then he shot it, like, he shot it while everyone else was on lunch. In an afternoon. <laughs> like, we're going to need you to stand in front of this green screen. Okay. Anything else? No, this, this is a, this, this is a big This is a big start to my... Next, hold on. What? <laughs> Are you guys going to put me back in the full face paint? I'm right? doing like the, like the dark nothing? bar around my eyes. No, <laughs> no. We didn't even bother to look at the previous movie to see what you looked like. It's 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 astonishing. We assume nobody else will notice either. Because like, in the last shot where he's standing next to the guy who's like his sidekick who looks like him, I was like, wait, which one of them's which Roman? one is it? <laughs> like before they started talking, I was like, wait, which one's Roman? Yeah, for sure. It, it, it's a really bizarre opening. Um, it does lead a, a, a tricky problem that these movies have, which is that, you know, the Marvel Universe, uh, comic universe, is really broad. And there's a lot of space shit. I mean, there's a lot of space shit. There's a lot of, like, Shang-Chi has its own little pocket world. You know, Asgard is its own little pocket world. And then there's just little pocket worlds all over the fucking cosmos with, like, the Kree and... And, uh, and the scrolls and all all kinds of little sub sub little plot lines and um, mostly most of the kind of um, uh, storylines that uh, uh, what's his name uh, the, the, I can't think of his name now the one the one Marvel guy, famous Marvel guy who always did space shit all oh, the time Jack Kirby Jack Kirby who loved his like complicated yeah. gods and cosmos stuff you know I feel like I feel like it got way out of control once he passed on like, I, I feel yeah. like he started it like kind of just like there's the Eternals and the Elementals there done let's move on and then the X-Men were like what if we center half of our story with a space race that just has dumb haircuts what do they look like people just people. fucking stupid it is haircuts. so boring when they're just people um but it's tough when you have those little pocket worlds and then you decide to start and anchor your story in them because that's a lot. Like you got to get your you got to get the the people at home to suddenly like buy in to a whole sci-fi world, which for like most sci-fi like material, it's like a whole mo- it, t- it takes all of Dune to like get you into Dune, you know what yeah. I mean? It takes a while for you to like get all the inner workings and the vibe and connect with it and it not just look like space chicago <laughs> you know which is what fucking hollow looks like it's just like my commute but everything's got like tron lighting like it's yeah just... it's like and, what if we replaced all the lights with blue and it's rough and this this problem exists you know some of the thor movies struggle with this because when they center all of their their story in asgard <clears throat> thor 2 it's just like it's like too much you know what i mean like you, you don't have any grounding you don't have any like context or framing so the movie has to do a shitload of work to like build the the set around you, around your your perspective while you're watching it. And this movie decided to go that way, and then just sort of abandon it, <laughs> just sort of give up on it. Um, 
because we spend all this time like in in Hala, and then it doesn't fucking matter. It's not like relevant to the plot. It's not really that deeply involved. We're not worried for the safety of Hala or the, its people. It, it, it just it just becomes uh, like a booster rocket for this story that's just ejected and falls back to Earth. It's bizarre. Yeah, I think like the my biggest problem with it is like the the like reverse time period setting to be like it, this takes place in 1996 and then to have her like interact with people who appear in later marvel movies because like the question becomes is like all right she says she's gonna go back and destroy the kree empire does she is that why ronan's mad in guardians of the galaxy and if so why didn't she kill ronan like yeah i mean it becomes really confusing you're like wait she knows this guy's like a genocidal maniac and was going to blow up an entire planet just to keep the core from getting off of it. Why did she let him leave? You know what I mean? It, and then she like sends Jude Law back. And it's like, why wouldn't she? I don't understand. Like, it makes no sense. And then they build up this thing where she's like, call me if you need help. And it's like, so all the stuff that happened when aliens invaded with the Tesseract in the first Avengers, he didn't call her. And then like Ultron, he didn't call her. Then Thanos shows up and he never calls her. And what's weird is Ronan is working for Thanos. It's like he's being employed by Thanos. So she yeah. definitely had to come in contact with him. Plus, they set up in uh, Infinity War that he's been like killing whole play, like half of planets for set, like for like where forty years. Where is least. she? <laughs> yeah, it, and I'm like, that was like to they me, do this. In, such they a do this in the movies mistake. too. They do this in the movie. They did an Endgame where they're just like, she's busy. Lots of planets need my help. And I'm like. Yeah, but like we've got all we've got all the fucking stones, my dude. <laughs> like you gotta like, go over here. The problem is she's like, lots of planets need my help. It's like, yeah, this guy was gonna snap out of existence half of the universe, not Earth, the universe. Like half of all life in the universe, he he got rid of. Gotta so get on feels, that. That feels like a a, a universal problem, not just an Earth. That's why I think it was like, and then like when she comes back and she starts like beating him up in Endgame, I'm like, this is so dumb. Like. Why didn't she come save them in the first place? Or why didn't she kill Thanos when he was just a crazy guy mass murdering halves of populations? Because, like, it's established that as a child, he does it to Gamora's world, and she's, like, in her 30s in this yes. movie. So it's, like, been at least, like, 25 years he's been killing half of the population of planets and leaving them and being, like, job well done. And nobody's ever, like, huh, maybe we should get Captain Marvel on this. No, don't worry, she's very slowly dismantling the Kree Empire because it's also been like 25 years and she appears to be God. So I don't know why she's having such a hard time. And I've got a fucking script rewrite that would make it all better. Um, we learn that, that Captain Marvel's, uh, that, that, that Carol's power is not like some sort of cosmos divine order. Like she, like the Kree scientist uh, uh, is working, who's on earth with Pegasus was working to use the Tesseract to build, um, a, like, like universal jump technology, which I guess they don't have, even though we see them travel really far. I'll, I'll be honest. I could not figure out the plot of it. this. I don't get it. I don't get it. I guess maybe the point is, Kree don't, or the scroll don't have it? I, I guess, but 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 p point is... But which is, is that, confusing, because they appear to travel across the, the yeah, galaxy, I, or the I universe can. anyway. I don't... <laughs> The, the the but she's using the tesseract to build this advanced technology and then carol is like bathed in like tesseract amplified uncontrolled you know like like energy and and that is sort of like where her powers come from that's a perfectly fine origin it's pretty classic superhero origin um but that's not like a natural way to get powers right so it seems like something would be unstable especially because we see that she like heats up to use it right so it seems almost like yeah. the movie should posit that she doesn't use it very often because it's difficult to control. And if she pushes it too far, it damages her or something like that. You know what I mean? For now. Nope. Yeah. In, in the, the early the phases. Problem is because A, like... that would give us better, more fun scenes with her being clever and creative and not just going, I blast you and I've won and now we're going to leave. And B, it means that in the finale, she can push that to the limit and nearly die and then be left in some kind of, I don't know, stasis until they can <laughs> yeah. work with her. And that, that, that kind of keeps her out of the timeline until you want to have her again for Endgame. And, you know, and like, something. Something. The ending of this is also really bad. Because she gets engaged in like this fight scene, which is like 
she's barely beating these ordinary people who are just like hitting her with like pinball machines and tables and she's like kind of beating them up and then she flies straight through a spaceship later and i'm like guys what the fuck just had like you gotta pick it she apparently just learns how to use her powers because the one guy's like you can't use them and that's enough like i i really hate the sort of like the snap two where all of a sudden i don't know if the mic picked up that awkward snap uh, <laughs> the snap two moment of like all of a sudden her being like yep i can you know it's like sort of like in the new star wars when like Ray's yeah like, i don't know how the force works never mind i know exactly how the force works <laughs> you're like oh I don't. Okay, I don't. Okay, cool. I don't totally. I don't know totally why they don't. They went this far in the MCU phase, whatever, and didn't like figure that out. Like people like it when Tony Stark's, you know, up against the wall. People like it when Captain America is getting fucking chucked off yeah. buildings. And he I mean, has like to, one of the you know, things <laughs> that makes Captain America great is you know those the like the scenes. Gets where back he's up like, again. I could, I could do this, do all, this day. all day. Yeah. People like you know all the characters trying and succeeding and then also trying and failing and then finding a clever solution to keep from failing for good <laughs> you know always finding a route a way you know using their powers pushing their limits you know overcoming their obstacles uh carol has no obstacles there is nothing she's given at any point other than that she has kind of amnesia but even then it's bad amnesia by the way oh, can we talk God. can we talk about this they, because they set up the amnesia as if like it's gonna be a reveal it's the start of the fucking movie it's like, they instantly start and they're like hey you know what's great is character with troubled past has dreams and it's like fuck me man guys like i don't care it's not this movie i'm just every tv yeah. show and movie i'm tired of troubled past can't remember has dreams with fragments in it it's really a very boring and tired way to tell a story because I think that it's super easy because you don't have to figure out how to frame shit you can just whenever the story needs it oh she remembers now it's just such lazy writing it drives because also me. let's let's map what where this movie takes you because the movie starts on hala an unfamiliar place we've never heard of at any point in the marvel universe so far it mentions the Kree, which we kind of hear about roughly in, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, but not really in a way that we know anything to work with. So, again, it's disorienting and confusing. We don't have any information or we're not grounded at all. It's like how, like, the the uh, Green Lantern movie just takes you, like, hey, we're in Green Lantern place now. <laughs> you know, yeah. it just it feels very loose and undefined. And then the movie's like, all right, what if we showed you flashbacks of her being a fighter pilot? And then what if we show you flashbacks of that character's flashbacks of her being a tough girl? Like, a young girl who's told she can't do stuff, and then she does? It's like it's like her old self's flashbacks. <laughs> like, and then it's in the 80s, the movie as a whole. But we also learn about, like, earlier in the 80s. Or it's in the 90s, I mean. Yeah. And we learn about earlier in the 80s. When she was a, a fighter pilot, and now she's in the 90s, but also she's from Hala, which is a different place, but in the 90s. And I'm just like, oh my god, guys, ground this story, fuck! <laughs> it's also, uh, like, a, another prime example, sort of, of, like, the Marvel just... I, like, it, it, it's just a movie that's like, what if, like, we want X to happen, so let's make oh, that happen. Absolutely. Does it work for the story? No, but I want it to happen, so, like... I don't really understand, like, why did this have to take place in 1996? Couldn't it have taken place, like, four years or three years before? Why would this have taken Thanos? place on so at Earth least it at all? Spent, so at least makes sense why yeah. she, like, she didn't, but, because like, they have to tie it into the fucking Tesseract, which is another thing. It's like, guys, there can be other sources of power in the universe. Like, read a fucking Marvel comic book. There's about eight billion MacGuffins. Just pick one other one. They don't all have to be attached to the Infinity Gauntlet, because you broke that. So there's no other options left yeah. in that storyline. But I, I, I still don't think I, I grasp the concept of the core concept of this movie because we learned that um, there's this woman who, it's Annette Benning. I don't, she doesn't bring me fucking anything to work with in this movie. She was not interesting at all. Um, well, uh, in Annette Benning's uh, I don't know, defense, uh, she is basically like, half of her scenes she appears as another person assuming her form and not yeah Kree, it's an so ai confusing. so it's really dumb uh and then i feel like she either they never explained to her what was going on because like she seems kind of lost in the scene at the end where she's supposed to be like evil guy vamping 
Like, she doesn't seem to be, like, leaning also, into it. Also deeply weird, but I'll get to that yeah, in a minute. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about it. <laughs> but, but, like, yeah. she doesn't really seem into it. As if, like, nobody told her to be like, you're not the character from before. You're an AI who just has her appearance and is reading the memories out of Carol's mind. So do whatever the fuck you want right here. You know, if you want to go, like, Jared Leto Joker crazy, we don't give a shit. Doesn't matter, because you're not... I don't know, it, it just... And then, yeah, there's a lot of questions. But if I can map this fucking plot, Wendy Lawson is a Kree soldier, who I assume, like uh, Jude Law, is, like, out there... You Wait, know, who did you say? Uh, Wendy Lawson, it's, like, it's it's the lady who goes to Earth and creates Pe- Project Pegasus, who's a Kree. Oh, is that and, and, Annette Benning. Her name was Wendy? Wendy Law, that's her human name. Wow, guys. Marvel. Wendy. I was like, yeah. I was like, there was nobody in the movie named. I'm talking. I'm talking about Marvel. <laughs> All right. So Marvel is like Jude Law's character. You know, out there banging the war drum for the Kree. You know, wiping shit out. Um, they're they're an empire. That's what empires do. And then she learns, hey, maybe colonizing get the galaxy through genocide isn't like super duper cool or I something. I think she. No, I think she realizes. So it, it appears as though. The plot of the movie is most people just surrender to the Kree as if like the Kree aren't necessarily a race. They're like a government is almost what I thought it was supposed to be is like the Kree is just like, I don't want to use this analogy because I don't know if they're necessarily like kind of like the Nazis, like the Nazis took over Vichy France. No, yeah. Those guys weren't Nazis or German. So my understanding is like, they just kind of take it over without necessarily warfare it is it is depicted that they, for they, they, they do so the violently scroll. well yeah. i i think the depiction is normally people just surrender because they're scared i, of I mean i think it's like regular colonization pokes which is well the, yeah i know but i think the idea violence is, is used to say all right we killed them so you should not like yeah, you should just the, join the us or die yeah <laughs> the implication though is is that the scroll are the first people to ever actually fight back is the implication sure they yeah keep talking so like everybody else is just surrendered immediately to the the might of the crawl empire. But so I'm what I'm saying is scroll to make them like I doubt the surrender was just uh from the jump. I, I, I bet you I, there was I'm a just, little. Yeah, I bet I'm you it was a little killing. Kill <laughs> what I'm saying is like the idea is supposed to be that it seems like the scroll are the first people who are like I don't really like this. Maybe we should fight back. Or maybe it's because yeah. they just could win because they can assume other people's identities. But they're they're a militaristic they race Benny. of people. Like like they they they, they yeah, go yeah, out definitely. conquering and they use they use military force to accomplish it. And then uh, the Cree, I think the I think it's supposed to be that like Marvel realizes that the Cree actually aren't terrorists. They're just trying to hide. Yeah, they're just they're just they're just insurrect. They're insurgents. You know, they're well, just they're, they're not even that. They're just they're like refugees. They're just trying to hide. They don't want to be in a war. But they're defending themselves. Like the only time that the the Kree aren't active or the Skrull aren't actively attacking the Kree, the well, the Kree are actively finding the Skrulls and they're fighting back. The the Skrulls are are sometimes attacking the Kree to 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 their end, like at the beginning of the movie, in which they impersonate a member of the Kree force. No, no, the Kree is there to kill them because they sent us a Kree there to infiltrate the Skrull who are hiding on the planet peacefully. It's such a bad plot. <laughs> That's also what I mean. It's, it's, it's a very bad plot. Con- like, I haven't even got to the Wendy Lawson stuff. Because as far as I can tell, the Wendy Lawson, who's Marvel, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, have we lost all of our listeners at this point? Marvel, Marvel uh, decides that she doesn't want to be part of this imperial galaxy empire you know this she Nazi- apparently runs away to earth is my which, understanding which is confusing because earth has the tesseract which i guess she figures out somehow which um i don't know how she got it either because it wasn't it at the didn't it's specified it through and, and she yes it? it is specified i don't know if at it's the, the end movie. of captain america that like yeah it's specified maybe a little bit in this movie but mostly in i guess maybe additional content i have no idea but i was like i was reading up on this yeah it is specified that uh more uh howard stark uh tony stark's dad uh loans it to her uh for project pegasus for the U- okay. for the u.s air force to build like light speed engine travel which is really confusing because the tesseract was in asgard then it comes to earth and then a red skull gets it and within what seems like a week he has built super warfare machines <laughs> 
Uh, no, it's. I think it's been like several months because it's sure. like Captain America's been traveling around Europe, winning the war for the oh, fa- allies. Fair enough, but in but a still, short yes, time, he's he's built like laser weapons, laser tanks, hover tanks. Like he's built like super shit. And then I guess Americans get it, and we just sort of poke it for ten decades and don't know what to well, do with it. I think and then it's we- implied, isn't it? Like implied that uh, the I, I think in one of the movies they say he used it to do something. Yeah, like it, they they like wasn't it like supposed to be the genesis of the pin particle too? Maybe maybe that's something. I but can't even, remember. even even that didn't really get anywhere in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, really make any sense. Uh, uh, and and so at the end of it, uh, he, they they just hand it off to a lady, which I get. I don't get her. Did she come to Earth and assume a form of like a? I, a I assume citizen? she took. I assume she. Did she have like a fucking social and, and, security and took number? took over a, another person's life. Or did she like show up at S.H.I.E.L.D. and was like, hey, you guys got the Tesseract. I'm an alien. I can give you I, alien tech. Let's just work no, together. No, I don't think they... No, because S.H.I.E.L.D. apparently doesn't know anything about it either. Nick Fury well, doesn't know what it is. He but, shows but, up but, but Nick Fury's not sure what it is. Nick Fury's like a young agent, so it'd be the kind of thing that might have been like I think buried, he's supposed you know? to still be in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. at that point. It's very confusing it's very the confusing. timeline. It's very confusing. Then, it's, it doesn't uh, yeah. make sense and i don't think as near as i can tell too is no one's listening that, anymore well no <laughs> we lost everyone now and this the is the agency, problem we can't the make sense of this fucking have, plot I think is like <laughs> is it is it shield in the american air no it's nasa in the american air force is doing project pegasus it has nothing to do with shield and that yeah. becomes very confusing because and like, howard hey, howard stark works for a different shield was, letter it, agency it was, and wasn't Shield like already in charge of stuff in the fifties when Ant Man was a little kid? I think, or I, when I, Ant, or when Ant Man, because like, isn't that supposed to be it? As he works for the initial version of Shield, Shield is started by like Howard Stark. Like it started in like the forties. Yeah, so, and like so, and, like so, Tony Stark's not running Shield to my knowledge at this point. He's just in it. Uh, you mean you mean uh, in the nineties? Or, or, or Nick Fury is not running it in the '90s. You know, he's just yeah. It. The guy who's running it is that guy who gets right taken over. So in theory, in theory, in uh, theory, uh, Marvel could have come there and just announced herself, and then they just gave her a false identity and said, "Let's work science." You know, you're important. You're an important asset. I guess but, they are covering it up. So who knows? So it, it could be that, and you know that. But again, I just assumed this, that she. This would have been interesting territory someone. to explore, but we don't get that. Second, once you get the Tesseract, like, you're a Kree. You're, you're only, the only mission that you've identified in this movie is that your empire is militaristic and they're genocidal to some degree and they're out there just conquering shit and they're, they're doing bad things and you don't want to participate in that anymore and specifically you want to help the Skrulls. So you're going to give them this technology that they can jump so far away the Kree can't get them. Okay, fine i guess but again still still very confusing plot. still very confusing but also once you have a tesseract what are you doing on earth like we don't have anything you need we don't have cool technology for you to use we are we I are think it was a hundred decades behind you i think the idea was supposed to be because we're so far behind they would never come to earth looking for her yeah i guess maybe but but it's really dumb I, and it, that's like it doesn't make a ton problem. of sense i think you go it's, somewhere remote I don't, I don't know anyway that doesn't make any sense. But then she decides to, I don't know, hang out with humans that she now likes and and teach them a little bit oh, about right. science and tell them nothing, uh, and get them involved in her experiments and and put them in danger and then die. Uh, and that's that's Marvel. That's her that's her arc um, that we get in pieces. Not until like the finale of the movie do we get to see those pieces. Um, but what's funny about all this is you know obviously she blows up the engine. Gives her her powers. Jude Law's like, let's take her because, you know, we, we couldn't get the core and we don't know where her research is. But this person now has this incredible energy that we might be able to tap or use or reverse engineer or whatever. And they take her and they say, all right, so should we just imprison her in like a permanent coma? Should we like put her in a cell and just it sort of study her. They, like, they don't no. try to like, figure out how to get the power out of her. It, Let's train her to be the... an ultimate killer in full control of her powers. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess maybe the thought was to brainwash her, and that's why they're worried when she keeps having the dreams, and that's why Jude Law's like... But it, it does seem like it's very... They never explain why that's their go And they altered her memory somehow, which is not explained. But also, well, I think it's supposed to be she just has amnesia. 
Well, no, because don't forget that she has a memory of waking up. Like the beginning of the movie is her waking up on that beach where the ship crashed, and a scroll shot her captain. Yeah, but a, but a scroll didn't shoot her captain. Jude no, Law did. Yeah, and I'm not sure if that's supposed to be like a I, that, that memory or the, yeah the, imp- the fact in, that like the implication there are... is they planted her memory. But they changed out the villain so she would hunt scrolls and have, like, a vengeance against them. Which is so dumb. Because if you want to control her, don't be like, I'll, you get to keep all your memories, but we'll just change one face. <laughs> yeah, I, that, and see, that's something else what? that they never bother to explain. It's, so, is, like, it's is the so... idea that she sees the scroll because she's been taught that the scroll are evil and as she's getting her memory back, she sees alien, and so she just replaces... Yeah, I mean, because, like, memory is very... I think it's. I think the movie explicitly definite. clarifies that her memories are been have been messed with in some way to get her I to be yeah, in remember. control. All I remember is they, and that she, is they keep saying that she. Well, but see, they seem alarmed when she's having the dreams, so I don't think she's supposed to be dreaming. That's my point. Is like they never explain has she been. It's not clear. or is she having these flashbacks and her mind's just trying to fill in the gaps? That's why I said like I hate flashbacks in movies because they're just always dumb. Like, this kind of, like, I can't remember. And it's like, yeah, you can. You're going to remember by the end of the movie, and it's going to be a twist, but I know it's going to be a twist, because if it wasn't a twist, you'd just fucking remember it right now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So there's, like, it's not an exciting twist when in the all of a sudden they remember, like, oh, my God, it was Jude Law. It's like, yeah, no fuck. And there's, I knew that immediately it was Jude Law, and because this movie is fucking, like, it's not well written. And again, there there is no, there 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 is, well, I'll, I'll be fair before I go on my other point. The twist that the scrolls are just innocents fleeing with, with whatever tactics they can employ, the Kree, is a cool twist. That was good because comic book fans know the scrolls to be bad guy, evil aliens, right? And anyone watching the movie would come to the same conclusion because they're impersonating people and, like, you know, attacking people. That was fun. And, uh, and what's his name? Um, who plays the main one, uh, uh, Talos, the, the actor, the actor has a very distinctive voice. Uh, he was entertaining to see as he became sort of like a friend to the group. And the fact that there was never like the return twist, which I always fucking hate, where you're like, trust me, you have to trust me. Just kidding. You know, it, it just like it, it, the double cross just wouldn't have been very fun here if it just revealed the scrolls were actually evil. Um, no, it was fun that they were just fighting for their families and whatnot. I, I enjoyed that. But, uh, yeah, there was no surprise that Jude Law was 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 well, up also, to something, you know. They also like really reveal that Jude Law's the bad guy before she gets her memory all the way back, if I remember right. Don't they cut to him talking to Ronan before they listen to the black box? Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who was the fucking idiot who cut that scene together? Like, yeah. why would you cut the scene together that reveals, because we all know Ronan's the bad guy, we all saw Guardians of the Galaxy, so why would you have him talking to a known villain? It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And I didn't, actually, I didn't finish my other point. If you wanted to turn Captain Marvel into a soldier for the Kree army, then you, and, and you can change her memories or fuck with her memories in some way, which again, is what I think happened, then just build a memory where she's, like, living in some some fucking backwater Cree village and like the scrolls show up and kill all of her family. Right. Yeah. Uh, per- perfect. Why give her memories of earth? <laughs> like that's so complicated. Why are you doing that? Um, see, that's what I mean is I think that's supposed to be as like, these memories are just her own, which is what makes the, like the fact that she's remembering it wrong, even more confusing. Because yeah. It's just like, uh, and that's like sort of my problem is, is like you said, there's really like none, no real part of this movie makes sense. No, even like doesn't. even like they're like, oh, we've got the Tesseract. Oh, he just came for his family. It's like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is the plot? It, like, what what is happening right now? Do you guys want the Tesseract or did you just come for their? And then like all of a sudden, Jude Law just shows up. They're inside of this like space station, and it didn't alert them that people were coming. Like, I was like, you're, you're kidding me. They can just yeah, they just walk. They just it? walked in, and then yeah. and then we just get fight scenes where she's just just like, oh, I'll just. I'll just I'll just use my powers to blow up the things that are bad, and then we um, then the movie rolls credits. So it is, it is it is wildly uninteresting in in a number of ways when we get to that that sort of segment of it. Um, it, it it's deeply frustrating. I but, think it does have one important message, which is never trust AI. <laughs> yeah, it definitely. 
But there is, I do want to talk about a couple of things here, which is the character, like the, the actual actors in it. Because um, when we get to the 90s and we get young D.H. Samuel L. Jackson, I think he looks good. I'm up. I, I, at no point did I get like, I'm you know watching. He doesn't look good when he's de-aged. Is it Coulson? Yeah, they made Coulson look like. Remember they tried to de-age Patrick Stewart at the yeah. end of Wolverine Origins, and he looks like a Muppet. Yeah, it does look they, a little they, weird. They cut to Coulson, and it looks like somebody filled his whole face with Botox, and he can no longer move his face. De-aged. Just like, can't you just put in? Col- I mean, he doesn't look that. It, it doesn't look that different. Yeah, uh, de-aged Sam Nick- Sam Jackson looks good. I at no no point that I feel like I was watching like that digitally edited like leia or like uh all the other yeah, like they, scenes they they've been doing tarkin for some reason yeah or like or, or uh or, or any of the dh luke or something that all looked terrible and i can't stop or or, or if you've watched the recent indiana jones like my god um it, it, it never really it never really struck my struck me like that and samuel jackson's wildly charismatic and essentially we get like a buddy cop movie for a while with him and brie larson but it's a buddy cop movie like that one where Tom Hanks has the police cop, like the police dog. Not like a buddy cop movie like Lethal Weapon. It's yeah, just it's, a, it's, a, just like, it's oh, a buddy cop movie like Samuel Jackson's partner is a wet paper bag. Yeah. <laughs> because Samuel I, Jackson's character was either told that emotions are for the weak or it was a character choice. And I don't know who chose it, but they really shouldn't have. I like Brie Larson, but she does I like Brie Larson, too. And you, could very, not, like, you could not describe her carol danvers character with a word because there isn't one yeah i could boring <laughs> yeah sometimes i mean like it, nothing really like even when she's trying to joke the only way you can tell oh, that she's God. like trying to be jokey is that she smiles at the end of it like she has no like and, and she's very funny and very charismatic like she was really funny on when she was in community she was good in scott pilgrim she's been in like stuff where she is clearly like she has comedic acting abilities but i don't know if like they want she was like well you know, they're supposed to mess with me and turn me into a killing machine so I wouldn't have, like, humor. And it's like, that's not really how it works. And I don't know if it was her choice or the director's choice or the script, but, like, a lot of her, like... I would say all, Or, like, yeah, yeah, pretty much everyone. All of her, like, kind of funny moments are... just fall flat because she's, like, flat reading stuff. And it's very, like, a weird yeah. choice. And I remember when the... As I was watching it, I was like, boy, I thought there was, like, a reason people really said they didn't like Brie Larson's character. And at, at first I was like, I don't get it. She seems like very innocuous. And then as the movie went on, I was like, oh, she's completely innocuous. <laughs> she has like, like there's, I can't remember. I didn't write down the line, but at one point she tells a joke and she's like, yeah. And then smiles. And I was like, oh, that was supposed to be a bit. Like, <laughs> like she says something and then like nineties, not or whatever. It, it, I was just like, boy, this is really odd that she chose to play the character this way. Because especially, or, or the director told her to, but it's just odd in the Marvel movies where, like, their brand is, like, superhero, but there's, you know, but they're quippy. You know what I mean? Like, think about the beginning of Avengers 2 where they're, like, mass murdering people and, like, <laughs> oh, Captain America, don't say damn. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, this... It's just... It's so far from those, and it, they just, no just real They reason. just decided that they had to have it in this movie, and they and they, and they, they, they chucked... I feel like they chucked in all this stuff in, like, the, the 11th hour, uh, all these jokes, because they are they are really bad. Like, there is some amusement... Like, Samuel Jackson's charming in this, and he delivers some lines that made me chuckle, but Brie Larson does not make me laugh. Um, but... And her personality is so inconsistent. Like, at times she's stoic. At times, you know, she's aloof and goofy. Like, she's supposed to be like Tony Stark, like, in the middle of an action scene and doing funny things and commenting. Goes, oh, that was a that was a tough punch, you know. Um, and then at times she's supposed to be this sort of, like, confused alien. And then at times she's like, no, I remember being a human. I'm kind of like a human. It's always confusing. Like at the beginning of the movie, it doesn't fit because everyone's this like super serious, like militaristic Cree, and she's like, "LOL, <laughs> LOL, JK." Like, yeah, doing, yeah, yeah. Doing like, she's like doing a bit to, uh, what's his name? I already forgot the actor's name. Jude uh, Law. Jude Law. Yeah. And like he reacts, like I don't know, like you, like I imagine like fifth grade teachers react when like a kid tells a joke that's not funny, but kids find like really dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, yes, humorous. And I'm like, why are they don't really have this dynamic? Like, they, it just felt very forced. It felt very, very, very out of place. One of my notes midway through the movie I wrote down was, it just feels like Brie Larson's bored. 
Yeah, for like, sure. She was just like, I'd like to get through this if possible. It does not feel like she's bringing this like immense passion for the role. It does feel like like a real a miscast uh, in, in a huge way. But um, that... I don't even know if it was a miscast. It, it was just definitely something odd about someone's choice. Director, writer, her, somewhere there was just like a, a disconnect between the normal Marvel like be this do this or i i don't know it's just very odd and, and nothing sort of explained the confuse the tonal confusion of her character better than uh, uh, in the opening scene of the cold open of this movie uh when they're like fighting in that boring space dojo on hala and like hala <laughs> and 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 Jude Law says to a completely stone cold, blank faced, unemotional Carol, and says, "Don't be so emotional." I'm like, "Sorry, who's being emotional now?" Yeah, he's like, "He's like, don't it, let your anger get you." I'm like, it's a plot to the whole movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's a plot to the whole movie that that she she can't control her emotions. Yet in every scene, she's taken an edible. You know, so it's yeah. like it's like I don't understand what you're talking about. She is deep in there too, like. Like real, the, the, just unconscious. There's, there's no rising and falling. In fact, other characters get more emotional range than she does. In fact, Maria Rambeau gets some great scenes when she finally, like, quote unquote, comes back to life. Like yeah. she, she delivers some like emotion, and like she's barely a character in this because as soon as they're done with that emotional speech, she's like, "Are you ready to come on a ridiculously confusing journey that you will be suddenly oh, very God. okay with?" <laughs> it is so weird. She's like, "You're coming with me, right? I need a co-pilot." And she's like no i can't leave my daughter the first same thing that's been said in an entire film and her daughter's like mom you should go because this is a badass mission it's like she could die in space you should just pop up to space you, you should not say yeah like and mom, fight a superhuman alien race it would be like it would be like in, in like oh by, times, by the way somebody, you're like you're like 46 <laughs> also, point. It'd be like it'd be like modern times somebody basically being like their dad being like Somebody asked me to go with him just to fight the Taliban, the two of us, and their kid being like, Dad, quit being a pussy. Go do it. You know what I mean? Like, like their chances of dying are astronomical. The only reason she lives is because it's a movie. It's really insane that she's even in this. And and her her switch to being just kind of chill is instant. Like, when when the one uh, scroll reveals himself... Uh, uh, and that, that that she has like yeah. a, a double near her daughter, and they've kind of got them hostage enough to sort of talk to them and reveal their secret. Like she's like freaking out for like a half second, being like, "My daughter! Oh my god, a green alien! This is like," and she's like, she's wide eyed and confused. And then the alien says, "We have the black box from the crash." She's like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> yeah, she's like, "They told me about oh, oh, neat. We should we should go put it on my computer." <laughs> Yeah, it is. And then from like, then on, she's just like, like yeah, alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then her daughter's like, cool, alien. <laughs> like, everyone's just on it. I can't. I to can't me, what's really like, weird, too, is just, uh, like, it, it is just that complete lack of, like, anything. They're just, like, no one really reacts. Like, even Fury, like, his big reaction is when he finds out that the Coulson in the car with him is an alien. He looks over and he's green. He's like, ah. And they go to an autopsy, and the doctor's just like, this guy isn't from Earth. I'm like, the autopsy guy is making a, a joke? Like, this isn't, nobody's freaked out by this. Like, at this point, all we know that exists is a guy who had some real bad face eczema <laughs> during World War II, and a guy who was super strong during World War II, and I guess a guy who could shrink because Ant-Man was around, but, you know what I mean? It's just weird. It's like, their reaction is almost as if, like, finding out that pumpkin spice blizzards are back you know what i mean they're like oh my god you want to go get one uh kinda. you know what i mean like it's now just you bring it up quick... kind of yes you know what yeah let's uh yeah it, it was it was weird i have some other uh i have some other like general plot questions that i'm trying to work out and perhaps some of these perhaps i don't know if i'm gonna be able to answer perhaps some of these might be answered in the fucking show nobody watched um uh in secret invasion but uh, isn't it saying that movie, that show came out and then stopped and then and finished its season and you wouldn't um, even know it? <laughs> the only reason I knew it came out was no- the outrage by people who were like they used an AI generated cover 
Yeah, oh yeah, they, I remember they used that. AI art, and it, and it was like the worst of AI. Like you know, like AI art can't make fingers for some reason. Like worse than <laughs> even real artists. Everybody has like seven fingers. It was like it all, and people were like, "This company is like built off of art." Like the, all of these yeah. characters were created. That's the, art the origin medium. of everything you have. Yeah, and you fuckers are using AI art is is covers. is a illustrator that expensive. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what started pointing out. They were like, also, you, like, own the images from the comic? And, like, just put those in the cover. And, like, the posters are just, like, Sam Jackson posing, and then he has, like, a shiny background. Like, a Photoshop freshman could do that. Like, a, yeah. like a, like a fucking... It's it's very... Yeah, graphic. the only reason I knew it came out, and then yeah. I was like, do I want to Graphic design it? fucking sophomore could do that. Anyway. Yeah. But, uh, so, I had a question about the scrolls, right? Okay, they show up... This is the first time they're in the Marvel Universe, right? Pretty sure? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they show up, and we learn that they can turn into another humanoid creature, right? Yes, they can assume the form of another humanoid and take its mem- its recent memories. Okay, that's the part, that part. That's the part I am deeply confused by the whole movie because the fact that you you look at a person and then you can take their form makes sense to me, and that you and that and that it's. And you can even imitate their voice, and that it's bi- with, yeah. and that it's biologically possible, but also it's a, a challenge. It's a, a skill set that that people yeah, can it, practice. Yeah, at one point, even Talos cool. says like, we I like that. Take somebody's form, but there's like an art form. That, doing that's it cool that. to me. Like 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 as if so the ones that we encounter are like spy trained. It's that's cool. I yeah, like that. that makes sense. But where are they getting memories from? Like what what it. How are they? They never, they never explain because like the like, rest of it appears to be just scenes. So because we watched the. Uh, Talos do it when he when they land in the water. Yeah, he comes out and takes the form of that. So what were his woman. memories like? I like surfing. <laughs> yeah, and then like the thing I could use a hot dog. <laughs> well, and then like the like yeah, like the thing that's also confusing is then like later he takes the form of Fury's boss. How do you get there, Nicholas? But like he calls him Nicholas. Wouldn't in his most recent memories he would know that the guy who works for him is named Fury, yeah. and nobody ever calls him anything but Fury? And why would he call him Nicholas? Nobody ever calls anybody by their full name. I can, I can never get people to say my real full name, I, and it's not that long. Of and a how name. did how did he even like how do you even get there? Like they learned they learned through Carol's memories that vaguely there was she some was, there was something yeah, called Project Pe- they, there's something called Project Pegasus on Earth. That used the Tesseract, and that lady came from it, and that's where all the people that they were hoping to rescue are at, and the ship they could use to go to safety. That, they, they, they knew enough, their lead was as thin as Carol's, as in, it was just something called Project Pegasus. Yeah. And as surfer people, they, 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 they somehow made their way to an unlisted government secret agency and took control no, no, no. of its highest agent? He, I think he kidnapped him on his way. That yeah, they don't explain how they took over Shield at all, and like they tie. He said, "I tied him up and put him in a closet." Sure, I know he's not dead, but like, but I mean, like that's like. How did we get? How did the CIA? What? It's like you ever see someone's like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I have this pencil eraser, and I'm gonna trade it for this, you know, trading card, and then I'm gonna trade this trading card." For yeah, this, yeah. For this. The guy who like took a paper clip yeah, and yeah, got yeah. like a Porsche with it eventually. They start off with I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a surfer on the beach. <laughs> how did how did in like what I assume was because like hours have passed. How did how did how did he one train up until the head of an unknown government agency that they've never heard of before? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't I, I don't it's, get it. It made scary. sense that they might get on take over colson because they probably maybe they well he was there he was there at the location he went into the blockbuster to investigate and the guy who had shot at the girls one of the other Cree was there or one of the other scrolls was there and just took his form and walked outside but i'm so saying that one's like saying, that one makes perfect sense yeah when the crawls watched up on the beach they may have known about where carol's landed because they were in a spaceship and they may have known something about her trajectory or whatever and then went there and found like an exploded building and like well she was here like so it wouldn't be wild that they would be able to like assume control of like colson or whatever that makes total sense but mm-hmm. but again what's the skip jump <laughs> <laughs> to the head of shield i don't get it yeah I, I, unless they've been here for three hours <laughs> like, I don't they don't yeah. appear to be super smart based on the jokes they made about the fact that they couldn't figure out basic coordinates you know it's like and I, that that also really bothered me when they were like he was like you couldn't figure out that those were space coordinates and i was like wait you're telling me these guys have been on the planet for like six years and nobody thought just to go and like 
go to places and be like, do you know what these coordinates could be? Like, you know what I mean? Like, just ask anybody. Like, you could go places. The internet was roughly around by then. There was definitely chat rooms where people would know. And it's like, they're like, oh, well, that's space stuff. And I'm like, you guys never thought to, like, infiltrate NASA and see if those numbers meant anything? Or, like, go to the military and see if the... You know what I mean? Like, you had six years and you could just become anybody and you never thought just to go to, like, all of the agencies that have information and be like, somebody tell me what these numbers mean. It was very confusing. Uh, Yeah, also the fact that, like... The the, the 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 reveal at the end is like oh you guys thought it was like coordinates but it's actually these sort of like you know like space orbital, coordinates yeah, orbital, like coordinates. orbital coordinates and i'm like, like okay those sorry are still coordinates sorry the space people didn't know that <laughs> yeah yeah that's the other thing it's like you mean the people who flew here on a spaceship didn't know what space the people who know were? everything about space more than us <laughs> they hadn't figured this out i mean that's surprising it's, yeah it was it was very confusing. I, yeah, I don't, and then, I don't know. There's so many, like, other dumb things in this movie. Like, the fact that they keep building up to be like, you're going to see how Nick Fury lost his eye. And I was like, cool, you guys didn't read those reviews for uh, Solo, did you? Where people were like, I don't care where he got his gun. Like, it doesn't matter to me. I don't like the character. I wasn't like, ooh, how did he lose his eye? You're like, oh, he lost his eye. Probably in war. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nope, it was a cat. I liked it in one way, which is that there was a light joke about it at the beginning when he was, like, holding an ice pack to his eye. And someone yeah. was like, how's that eye? And then you're like, oh? And then he lifts it off. He's like, yeah, it's fine. He's got a little cut. Like, that was funny. And I was like, ooh, I yeah, liked and it. Yeah, and if they had, like, kept doing that, and then at the very end he had something but they only did it that one time so even like the joke of like the cat scratching him didn't really pay and the cat scratching him is not a cool one it's not it's It's not not a great way funny either and let's talk about this cat for a second it apparently has like a cthulhu head inside of its mouth um look post we've we've been we've been sort of sharp to this uh movie for quite a while here for about uh according to this about 54 minutes i won't i won't take any goose ass in this chat (laughs) Well, I will because my God, when Zo- when uh, Goose's tentacles came out, it looked like the the movie became claymation. Like it was, yeah, like it was very good. People, they they like cut to the hallway, and I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Here's what bothered me about it: looked like st- like not well done stop motion. Here's what bothered me about the Goose thing is that like I had heard of this character, so I knew. Yeah, it was I, I knew an what alien. It, I knew what happened before it even happened. Yeah, but the reveal of it being an alien was cut wrong too because it's way cooler that they're like oh god this gun doesn't work we're trapped in this hallway you know with these villains who are about to kill us and then the cat reveals its true form and like kills them all that happens but only after it like reveals itself and eats the tesseract for no fucking reason which is a way lamer version of that reveal I was like boy what a terrible way to reveal just swap the scenes buddy like just have yeah. them have the cat save them, which is great and funny and out of nowhere and totally and then unpredictable. Eats the tesseract. And then eats the tesseract, and then we move on. That's great. I love that. <laughs> but we it did it the wrong way. Like a, <laughs> it also felt like a weird scene because like it eats the people and saves them, and then they run down the hallway like six more feet and they get caught again. And it's like, no, guess what? It's the one of them is a scroll, and I was like, "This is the scene that just happened." Yeah, and he even tries to get the cat to do it again, and it won't. I was like, "This it, is dumb." It you feels like the they, same scene in twice. Pick which one you want. It feels like they filmed like two or three alternates throughout this movie, and then just used all. <laughs> like, it, yeah. it doesn't make tremendous sense about some of the sequencing they're doing right now, and it, it's it's deeply deeply frustrating. So yeah, for for sure. Um, uh, the, the the sort of choices they made to sort of be funny uh or or, or or wink at the audience like with the with the with with Nick Fury's eye they don't land they don't work they're not fun it was fun when it was like a distant goof but it would be really really fun right now if, if in the MCU we never knew right like in this movie yeah. he never loses his eye and then yeah. in, in modern movies he he has it up like yeah. and they had kept building up like they were going to reveal how he lost his eye and then at the end they were, they were just like like, you know, they come in, they're like, when's the patch come off? He's like, tomorrow I get it off, I'm, I'm good as new. The doctors say my eye heal, and you'd be like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, like, that would have been more interesting, yeah. It would have definitely been a better payoff, too, to be like, oh, that's funny, all this stuff happened, and we never get to see how he lost his eye. 
Yeah, I would. Uh, I would have much more preferred that, and I think everyone would too. It's it's kind of a midichlorian situation, like. It, yeah, it's exactly. It's the problem with Solo, where it's like they were like, we have to explain how he got his name. It's like it's his surname. That's no, how he got his name. No That's one's how I got asked for my that. last name. Like, <laughs> no yeah, one's like, asked for do that. you know how people get their last names? It's their last name. They get it when they're born. I, I don't need to know. And like, as if like, that always bothered me. Cause like, as if Solo was the most outrageous name in Star Wars. Yeah. Like, the dude's name's fucking Skywalker. That's not a normal name either. A <laughs> uh, couple more things just to bring up real quick before we head off. Uh, did you see Stan Lee's cameo? Yeah, it was fun. Uh, M- was, this his last, was this his last cameo? Had he already passed away at this point? Uh, that's a very good question. I know the last, the, the, the one. Because the, the Marvel opening had a bunch of him in it, so I wasn't sure if he, like, if this was his. He died in 2018. This came out in 2019. So, yeah, this might have been his last one. Um, the, Even though it's not an official cameo, the one that I remember is, is him, like, post-death is seeing um, Into the Spider-Verse, which came out that same year. Yeah, I guess he's in. There's a, a version of him in Endgame where they yeah they had him in. But the Mallrats, the Mallrats reference is is pretty good. Oh, I um, thought it was kind of a cute reference for. Uh, can we talk? Real big fans of, of yeah. Marvel. I thought he had. The reason I thought he had passed is he only ever says his his actual line from the movie, and it sounds like the way he delivers it. Oh yeah, they might just use the audio. So I thought maybe they had like they CGI'd you know him from another movie like holding something and then just had him keep repeating that dialogue um the throwaway stuff in this movie there's so many of them we talked about um where they just they just say something exists and we just say okay because if we said no the movie wouldn't continue um as the audience you know if we didn't buy into this thing they said we would be able to watch the rest of the movie because it would just stop moving um the one that really got me when was like well uh the you know, uh, Marvel, Wendy Lawson, you know, built this lab in space, and obviously we're a bunch of Earthlings um, who and 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 scrolls that crashed here. So it's like we can't get space. And then some like background scroll guy was like, "Yeah, I can convert an a, a <laughs> I can Your convert a a, a a a a sort of like." A sort of like, like, a, like a like a personal plane, a, like a yeah. little like prop plane, like a little you know? prop plane. I can just go ahead and convert that into space travel ready in this garage overnight <laughs> with airplane parts from 1990. Um, yeah, which that woman would even well, had because she just lived a normal house. Uh, airplane that for some reason had like an old abandoned like farmhouse on it, yeah. which is where she kept her computer. I couldn't figure yeah. that one out. Yeah, and then also. That guy just decided that he wanted a bonus this year because he could have just built like a ship that was like airtight enough and and like maybe find a way to like boost the engine so they could break atmosphere because that's what you need to get to space. But he's like, oh, I'll just build a gravity generator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was I, there was so many. I'll just I'll just build a gravity generator. I don't know, scrolls. I don't think you need this thing. I think you figure out travel on your own. If yeah, you I just don't, I, yeah. I feel like you guys might have just wanted to spend the last like ten years just. Tony Stark built it in a cave! <laughs> With scraps! That scroll guy built it in a garage in the 80s! The last thing that I have to bring up is this movie takes place in the 90s, and you would never know because the soundtrack is nope. so subtle. It does. Sarcastic. It makes no efforts to remind you. Oh my god. It Every four it's seconds. It's so like, you remember, frustrating. It's like... It felt like the soundtrack was like, you know, there's like, this is now, and you can buy them from like eras, and they yeah, just yeah. get like the top 20, like most popular. Oh, like, so, and then at the end, I, I'm sorry, man, like, I'm all for female representation and girl power, but playing I'm just a girl while she really bad. kind of, kind of beats up some people, it's... because like, she's, it's not even like, they should have made that, if they were going to do that, they should have made the fight scene like, she just knocks everyone out super fast. Instead of it, like, she punches a guy and then he picks up a pinball machine and hits it with it. It's, it's an extremely bad choice to make. Uh, yeah, it's just, so, well, it's like, so, it's so on the nose. They might as well have just, like, flashed the words, like, girl power while she was, you know what I mean? Like, the only thing that would have been different is if they had played that Spice Girls song, Girl Power. Yeah, it was. It, which I think came out in the early 2000s, so they couldn't. <laughs> it was a real problem uh, uh, that they, they went with such, 
Like it, it would that that would and almost then, like, be like, like in Nick Fury's car, and he's like listening to "Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls," and I was like, "Yeah, oh, because he's because he's black, he has to be listening to TLC." <laughs> like, it's... why did you? It was like so weird. And then all the choices. She's like bad. in like a full like MTV knockoff like grunge outfit that she pulls off of a mannequin. And I was like, "Who who wrote these scenes?" I like, liked I it. it. It's the '90s, and they had to make sure you see Blockbuster. They said Blockbuster like 15 times. I liked like, it at first. Oh, you guys remember Blockbuster? It's like, yeah, guys. When she uh, crashes into a Blockbuster, I was like, because because I didn't know because I, I think at that point they haven't really established like where they're orbiting, you know? Yeah. Um. So I mean, obviously, if you watch the trailer, you understood what was about to happen. But like, I hadn't. I wasn't. I wasn't exactly thinking about. Oh, they're in front. They're 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 gonna hit Earth when she when she crashes down. So when they land in a blockbuster, I'm like, oh, that's funny. I know where they are, and I know like what era, it, what time, what it, time it is. That's super fun. I find that entertaining. And then yeah, then the movie was like, oh, you like that? And then they just then I was like on the ground crying. Please stop as they as they they're like go over to go to the Radio Shack for communication. Part. As they like, stuffed a Nirvana oh. record in my mouth, uh, I was like, yeah. please. And then they were like, like she gets like a Nine Inch Nails T-shirt, please. and it's like, oh my god, please. I lived during 1996. I don't remember there being that many please references. Stop the movie's already dead. So it comes to the end of the show where we have to ask. Would you recommend people see this movie? This is one of those weird moments where, like, Pogues and I have spent over 60 minutes only listing things that frustrated us about this movie. But honestly, I wrote it in my notes twice. I thought this movie was okay. Like, it only turned into me trying to, like, rework the plot and rework the plot holes and finding that there's more than I realized as I sort of revisited the, the movie for this review that made me, like, the level of, of cranky I am right now. But I didn't hate it. Like, Brie Larson is not bringing it. For sure. And it's probably the script. It's probably her. It's probably a little of the dialogue. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not blaming anyone it, specific. It, it, it's some mixture of the chemistry. The chemistry was off for this one. But, like, if you like, if you just, like, ball up the premise for me, it's Nick. It's, it's, a, it's a young, inexperienced Nick Fury, like, working with Captain Marvel to sort of unwind a Skrull conspiracy. Like, it's that's cool. And, like... And if they had done it more like what you just described, it would have been cool. Like, yeah. I don't need her tortured backstory with the flashbacks. Like, start off, she gets captured by, like, start off and say, she's part of the uh, Kree army. And you can do that the same way, sort of, you did with them going on a mission. She gets kidnapped. You find out when they go into her mind that she's actually not a You Kree. know what? She's an earthling. They land on the planet, then her and, like, a Nick No, I, I think we could go earlier than that. If the movie honestly started with... Just starts... with like starts with the plane crash? With Nick Fury, like, you know... We, we like literally open on Nick Fury and Agent Coulson, like, responding to something. And they show up at the blockbuster. And there's, like, an alien woman unconscious. You know, and they, they take her back and interrogate her. And she doesn't, like, remember all of the information. But she's like, I'm from this planet. And there's these evil aliens. And they're chasing me. And I can only remember those distinct facts. And, like, you think the whole movie that she's just an alien, that she's a Kree person. And then we start finding pictures of her on Earth from older. And yeah. you'd be like, whoa, what? Like, but the movie starts telling us that she's from Earth while she's on Hala. And I'm like, oh, my God. There's no suspense. Yeah. So, like, when they, when they're, the, like, the reveal, the scrolls, when she sees that picture of her, yeah. like, I was like, yeah, I know. She's from Earth. The scrolls scan her memory and show us everything. And then we go back into her perspective where she doesn't know everything. So we, the audience, know way more than her so there's like yeah. no excitement to reveal if you literally started watching, with her watching somebody like figure out something that you've already been told 30 to 40 minutes yeah. before is not start with her waking up in a blockbuster in a weird space outfit and explaining herself to shield and then breaking out and like nick fury decides to go with her because he sees a scroll transform like with the colson thing or even like yeah even better have her show up on the planet and be like i'm with the kree we're here because a group of scroll have infiltrated your government or have infiltrated your planet help us find them and he starts doing it and as they're working along he starts like realizing like hey i think you're this person that you i think you're human i don't think you're kree and all this stuff, you know what I mean? And, like, slowly build to her realizing that she's not actually a Kree. And then that starts making her wonder. And then she realizes that she's actually been brainwashed via, you know, the AI or whatever. And that the scroll are actually just, uh, like, war refugees trying to hide. And then that would be a better movie. And, again, like, making it be, like, sort of like a young, fledgling Nick Fury and her figure it out together. Yeah. 
That, that, that would have been more super compelling. Of, there's a lot of blur so, in this movie. Because I could not it, believe how long this movie was. In short, in short, I didn't loathe my time watching this movie. I was entertained. There were some surprises along the way. I think the mid-twist with the scroll innocence thing is a good reveal. Uh, you know, uh, I, the the soundtrack is a mess. But I, I liked some... I like some of the action, you know, especially in the beginning, weirdly, it was kind of like dull and colorless, but I loved all the weird fucking weapons they're activating. You know, the all earlier the, part is, is interesting. The, the end fight scene, especially no. when she goes, because she's the helmet on, there's no risk. There's, there's no risk. Well, there's, it's, it's bad CGI. She yeah. looks horrible. But I, especially everything, every time Nick, uh, Nick Cage, uh, not Nick Cage, but, uh, I, I, wish. I wish, I wish every time Salem Jackson's on, uh, on screen, I'm like, uh, I'm enjoying myself and it's most of the movie. So it's, yeah, it's not bad at all. You know, I don't think it's a bad movie. I, I disagree. I think it's a bad movie, but I, 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 I would say watch, especially if you're like a Marvel completist. Like yeah, if you're a Marshall, yeah, obviously you've probably already seen it. We waited forever. But I would say, like, if you haven't seen it, it might be worth watching just to get, like, a little bit of background before that Marvel's TV show comes out that'll hopefully be, like, much better than this. Yeah, or that... or that come out later this year. Or that show where, like, Nick Fury is, like, like finding scrolls infiltrating S.H.I.E.L.D. No, whenever that comes out. Don't, um, don't, don't, don't watch that. Whenever, whenever that comes out. It's not out yet, I don't imagine, because I've heard, hopefully, I've heard, I've heard nothing about never. it. <laughs> hopefully it never comes I think it's called out. Secret Invasion. When's that coming out? Yeah. I think it's called We Forgot How CGI Works. You ever seen that, like, that picture of her getting like Drax's arm, but it's like a baby version of his arm, and it's like too small even for her arm? I can't talk about it. Okay. Uh, I've awoken something in bed. Well, that's it. I say uh, watch it for that reason only. Otherwise, if you haven't seen it by now, you don't need to see it. You've already been caught up by the rest of the Marvel movies. So next week, come back. We'll tell you what movie's up next for us to watch. If you have any suggestions, let us know, etc., etc. And uh, until then, I hope I don't lose all memory of this episode through some sort of boring amnesia subplot. Huh? Huh? What? Who are you?